everyone. I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. Dine. Hey, Megan, uh, guess what we didn't do this month? Read any books? <laughs> you dang right we didn't read any books. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> We're terrible. We're not terrible. This this whole podcast is based on the idea that we really love reading books and that we're okay, going to read lots correction, of books. Correction. No. We do love reading books. We do love books very, very much. That You know what? We have always told me that this was supposed to be like an actual book club. Okay? Yeah. And there are moments or months in the book club where life is just going to get too much too fast and you just turn to the person that was supposed to leave that month and go you know what I suck as a reading friend right now I am sorry this is this is who I am but sometimes <laughs> with the book club especially the way that we do it mm-hmm. at least we're still there for each other when we're both being sucky book club people yeah. we can be better people people true that is so <laughs> true I mean I, I can name literally all the times we had that book club with Tia <laughs> literally it was you and me read the book and tia's going i didn't read the book and tia was the one hosting this book club i just i don't half the time mm-hmm. tia was the one that bought the books for i us know <laughs> which is totally nice and something that you do not have to do to host a book club but it's still really nice. but it's still really nice and you know what she was the one that she was the one that wanted to read that jojo myers book oh and the one that <laughs> broke my heart yeah, it didn't break my heart. I don't know how you didn't cry through that. If you guys haven't I read have Me no Before soul. You. Oh, I have no soul. Sorry, I, Dad. <laughs> I think I gave it some, gave it up like halfway through senior year of college. I'm sorry. Having a soul? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it was. There's your tax dollars right there, Dad. Frank from college made me give up my soul. What's up? Oh, if you hear things in the background, that's my husband. He's currently sitting with us. Um, I really don't care. <laughs> I don't think that was meant for you guys. I, that wasn't meant for you guys. <laughs> I apologize. Timing, My husband's sitting there. I really I mean, don't you know, care. The only other thing, the other thing might actually work. He's kind of picked up. No, He's fine. <laughs> He's playing uh, Call of Duty. Did you get it? I'm just going, or Destiny, or I'm not sure which one at the moment. Um, <laughs> but he's playing something. But he's playing something, and I'm just going to apologize right now. I'm a horrible book host. Oh, you know what? We make it work, okay? This is what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We don't kick husbands out at book club, okay? Husbands are welcome to stay for book club. Yes, he is. He's very much a part of book club now, even though he believes himself not to be a part of it. He's, he's a part an of integral it. part of book yeah. club. Mm. Well, we had birthdays. Yay! We turned one year older. Yep, we're one year closer to death. That was so morbid. I, mean, I, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I can't even. Can you really not? It's me. You here? No. Okay. You had your birthday. You filed for divorce. I had my birthday. My grandfather passes away. Like this year isn't just not. It's not our year for birthdays. It's not our year for birthdays. We're hoping Christmas comes better. Christmas will come better because we're going to have our bake-off, mm-hmm. and I've already got your present planned out. Wait, what? Yes, because your your first gift still hasn't come in. So she knows what she got for her I birthday. think it was super, super cool, and we need to post that so we can at least show them. Because we when posted it comes yours. In, yeah, sure. When it comes in, I will gladly post it for you. But I got her this tumbler, mm-hmm. and I'll, like I said, we'll post it, and hopefully she has it by the time that this episode drops, but, um, <laughs> which could be weeks from now. We don't know. <laughs> Congratulations, you're going to get a bonus episode this week. Um, but uh, it, it just says that we're best friends because everyone else sucks, mm. and 
um, so I got that for her four weeks ago now. You bought it way before even your birthday. Yeah, and it's still not in, and I See, would I like it to be. See, I think this needs to be a lesson for you, because last year you also bought my birthday gift through Facebook, and this happened too. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe... Stop buying through stop Facebook? Stop buying the gifts through Facebook. <laughs> But it was a cool gift, and it I wanted it. It was a cool it. gift. I loved it so much. <sighs> loved it, love it, love it. I, I will be using that at work constantly, because we're not allowed to have, like, open mugs. Oh, yeah. At my work. So that'll be perfect. So, yeah, birthdays are done. Mm-hmm. Birthdays, I mean, my birthday didn't suck. I was at work. No, like, it didn't suck either. And my coworkers got me a little cake with a candle Aww. in it, and and they made uh, me and my boss. His birthday was November fourth, mm-hmm. so one of our coworkers made us hash brown casserole, mm-hmm. which was so good. Ooh, it does um, sound good. And so she made us food and got me a little cake, and it was it was cute. So Aww. I mean, I still had a good birthday even though I worked. But mm-hmm. like you said. I also filed for divorce. Like, so. literally, like, oh, the week after. Like, the day after. Oh, the day after. I'm so sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad you can laugh about it now, at I least. I can. You like, know, it, yeah. it sucks. I don't wish divorce on anyone. But at the end of the day, like, I'm going to be happier once it's all said and done and mm. over with and yeah. moved on. So, yeah. And then, of course, you lost your grandpa. So that's not a fun birthday surprise. That was not a fun birthday surprise. But that was okay because my husband stepped up and was amazing. He planned – I had taken my day – I had taken my birthday off, which put – you know, which I try to do every year. Um, But literally my plan was I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to just not be mobile. Yeah. Okay. I had one thing I had to do in the afternoon, and I was just like, I'll just do that, and I'm just, I'm not dealing with anything. I can't deal with anything. But he was nice. He surprised me with you. I didn't even know you were coming, and he carted me around all day. He drove me to my doctor's appointment, and then we went and got lunch, and then uh, he surprised me again. We went up to Keystone Mall, which we haven't been up to Keystone Mall since spring. Yeah. So that was so much fun going up there and just, just I mean, getting up sure. out of the house, which I honestly think I probably did need. Yeah. And he knew that, and he just made that day so much worth it. And then um, he was full of surprises. He surprised me with dinner at my favorite sushi restaurant. With even more friends. With even more friends. And we spent the whole day pretty much doing whatever uh princess slash czar birthday ashley wanted (laughs) which was really just whatever the group wanted to do because she didn't care um you you are a very graceful birthday czar like you're not you're not like a birthday bitch you you are you are very (laughs) i'm pretty sure my husband would would beg to differ on no you weren't you were a grace uh, a very grateful what, what what's the word i'm looking for grateful is not the word i'm looking for Gracious? Benevolent. Gracious. Yes, yeah. you are a gracious birthday yeah. czar. Thank you, thank you. But, um, yeah, it was in, you know, getting to see my family on Sunday, that was nice, too. Um, that was kind of, kind of like how all family get-togethers are. They're kind of just like a hodgepodge of craziness. <laughs> Forced family fun. Forced family fun. <laughs> and my mother, God love her, um, she... She flew in, literally came back home. Oh, no. She didn't fly. 
she drove my aunt back up here a week prior to my birthday and literally when I when I saw her she's like so I'm a bad mom I was like you're not a bad mom you know you cooked me she cooked I don't even she cooked like a whole feast for me like to eat yeah when and she's like I'm such a bad mom I totally didn't give myself enough time to go shopping for your birthday I'm like you just cooked me a whole giant meal yeah you weren't even like my mom cool. did the same thing this weekend she was like i'm so sorry i couldn't get you anything more they got me two pairs of lularoo leggings one nightmare what? before christmas and one of them get this is correction themed it has handcuffs ah! and um and like documents and like a gavel and everything on what? it yeah so i can wear them as my workout pants at the juvie like i'm that is so excited awesome. i mean i want to see these nightmare before christmas ones too oh i'm wearing them on are you my pants. <gasps> did you show david no you need to show david yeah but they've got like lock shock and barrel all over oh, them and they're purple and they're awesome those are so much fun um <laughs> so they got me those mm-hmm. she got me a t-shirt that says bah humbug because she knows how i am around christmas <laughs> i don't understand you guys i love christmas. that's the the thing is like i, I like, like christmas it. as much as the next person no. but like i don't decorate i decorate i don't do christmas carols uh-huh. i don't do christmas movies really oh, all the, i i have secretly i actually had so like i took off thanksgiving mm-hmm. and i have black friday and then i don't have to go back into work until december 3rd well unbeknownst to my husband i had made plans that whole time i was like okay i'm gonna do black friday shopping on black friday then i'm gonna come home on saturday i'm gonna clean the whole house and get it ready and then on sunday i'm gonna put up the like i'm gonna then i'm gonna put up the tree and then <laughs> like I had all these ideas in my head. I'm like, I'm going to put the tree up, and then I'm going to have the Christmas music that I only save for this time of year playing as I put up decorations this year. And I was just like, I was like, I was in the zone. And then my husband's like, we should go see my in-laws. I was like, we should go see your in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? That's okay. I still have Monday. You know, I have an early uh, appointment on that. So I was like, you know what? I'll go do that early appointment, and then I will just clean what I can. I'll put the tree up. I'll still listen to Like, I'm still going to be able to do what I wanted to do. I just, just don't have it. Time I don't frame. have, like, a long time yeah. frame to just take my time. Yeah. I only have that one day. That's not happening. But. I, See, I, I don't have to worry about that because I don't decorate. <laughs> I decorate. So I love Christmas. I if don't I could have decorate to worry outside, about... I could. Oh, gosh. I forgot. Oh, yeah. That reminds I, me. I never took the photo of my neighbor and the craziness of his hat. Yeah, you need to take that picture I need to me. take you. He's just around the corner. We'll just have to walk over there. Okay. But, like, no joke. Like, he had his Halloween decorations up as of October 31st. November 1st came. I went to take her out, and I was talking to you yeah. via message. I was like, you will not believe what this guy has done within a span of not probably not even like literally christmas or halloween ended and christmas began for him like he had all his lights up he had his santa claus that it's like an old 80s style santa yeah. claus so it's like the plastic one atop of his roof so it looks like he santa has landed on yeah. his roof he has his blow-up carousel out in his front lawn and i'm just like wigging out because i'm just like this is not okay this is not all right like it's november 1st like i don't Personally, I don't feel like it is Christmas time until 
Macy's shows me that Santa has made it to New York. Which means that's after Thanksgiving. No. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, you have to wait until after Thanksgiving because you're not going to decorate on Thanksgiving. You're with family. You're eating. You have to. I don't know. I might this year. <laughs> this year, unfortunately, me and my husband will not be together for Thanksgiving. He will have to work. So I will be by myself with my family. So I'll probably. We'll be up there probably until like 2 30, 3 o'clock. Yeah. I'll probably come back down here and then I have the rest of the evening to do whatever the heck I want. I guess you could. So I could totally clean. While he's at work, I'm going to be too full to want to eat or make dinner for myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw something on Facebook and it was like, so what do you guys eat for breakfast on Thanksgiving? And the response was, we don't. We starve until the food is ready. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then it got me thinking I eat like. toast with butter. Yeah. It, it got me thinking like, I don't eat breakfast or dinner on Thanksgiving. I, I eat the biggest lunch humanly possible. And then I just fall asleep the whole rest of the day. <laughs> Sorry, Dotson wants the blankets. Come on. She's like, I'm cold, guys. I'm 15 years old. And I'm cold. Okay. All right. So, um, bookish wise, I didn't actually get. I got. <laughs> I got gift cards to Barnes and Nobles that I have to use. I already have decided I'm going to go buy Toll. That's my book that I'm going to buy most okay. likely. And then, I don't know, I, Tis the Season-a-thon starts December 2nd and runs until December 8th this year. That's really early yeah. for it. Because last year it was kind of like later in mm-hmm. the month. Um, and the group book that they're reading this season is uh, Ten Blind Dates, which is really, really cute, cute book. Um, basically, she, this um, Spanish girl gets dumped and it's over the holidays and so she's with her family and her each member of her family put like sets her up with somebody on a blind date Ooh! and they all vied for like who's gonna be the better date okay so i think it's gonna be really super cute read i probably will go maybe go get that one too i honestly don't know how i feel about it i mean i don't know so like here help me out girl so, here are the requirements this year. So, there has to be snow on the cover. Okay. Has to be holiday-themed. Holiday okay. Book you received as a gift. Easy peasy. I mean, I'm already half... I'm not halfway through, but I'm almost halfway through with my book gift. And then, here's the thing. Does it count as a gift if I use the money that people gave me to buy it? Yes, because you used a gift card that someone gave you. you well, I also got cash. It. I got $50 from Dad. I so I'm kind of like I'm kind of like holding back until Black Friday so I can go on like a yeah. shopping spree. I don't know if the cash counts so much, but I definitely think if you use a gift card, it counts as a book gift. Oh, I mean, he specifically told me I had to use it for books. So. Oh well, if he specifically told you that the money was for books, then yeah, yeah. it definitely counts. He was like, "Here's fifty bucks. Go fill your addiction." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> I could be addicted to cocaine, Dad. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> he knows what I'm addicted to: reading, really bad '80s movies, and chocolate. <laughs> That's my dad. Uh, let's see. Read while eating your favorite holiday treat. I'm going to have a bake-off, so I'm totally got that yes, one covered. Got that one. Uh, book titled Related to Music. That one I'm not sure of. Huh. I don't know how, I want, I don't know how I'm going to put that one into it. We could figure it out. We'll have to figure that out. And then the bonus is the buddy read, which is The Ten, bi- Ten Blind Dates by Ashley Elston. Okay. You have a week. I'm 
see, here's what the the lady who who made this um mate who runs the Tis the Seasonathon, she said her recommendation is to try to find a book or try to find a book that covers more than one Yeah, thing. like is holiday themed, have snow on the cover and is music related all in one. Yeah. Okay. Which I honestly don't know. Well, okay. So, holiday theme. Our book for December is the uh, the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. So that's holiday theme. I can read that while eating my favorite treat. Yeah. Depending, I bet there's some covers that have snow on it. There could. Because I wonder if there's a few of the, the publications out there that show, like, a man walking through the snow. I'm pretty yeah. sure there is. I'm pretty sure there is, too, if we find the right cover. So that would be one. Holiday song themed. A Christmas carol. Caroling. Do, okay. do you think that would count as song themed? And is there a... I mean, it's, it's a stretching it a now, little I bit, feel definitely. Like I'm stretching but... it, but I think that, you know, it works. It works. Uh, third encounter. And then, let's see. I might do the buddy read. That was a bonus, though. That sounds like a good book. It does. I that was That's on my radar this year. My 2019 radar. Mm, but I, I, I definitely know I'm going to go pick up Toll. I don't know if I'm going to pick up... Um, Marissa Meyer's uh, final book in the Renegades series. That sucker is so big. Yeah. Like, they're all big. Like, anytime I look over on my shelf, which I redid, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. It looks very nice. <laughs> I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of having my TBR on one side and all my books on the other side because of my my shelves were looking really really sad yeah. so i was like you know what i'm just gonna put all the books on my shelf and then i'm just gonna take out the books that i want per my tbr and then as i was doing that i had this horrible horrible need to go buy more books <laughs> so she's already taking more books to half price books to sell yep. and of course she's a great friend so she let me go through them first mm-hmm. uh, and so i stole two books <laughs> it's not stealing i I, I can't think of the word for it, then. You weren't stealing if I was willing, willingly giving you the opportunity to take them. I grabbed two books? Yes. You took, acquired. Yeah, I acquired two books. You acquired two books from the stack of many, many other books. <laughs> and to be honest, I think I might do another peruse on my shelves and maybe get maybe get rid of some more stuff. I'm not sure. Yeah, I definitely need to go back through my bookshelves again. Well, then why did you take two more books? <laughs> Because they looked really good. They they will. They are. Like, it's not like I pick bad books. It's one of those, like, I pick books thinking, like, in the moment, that sounds really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like, sitting there going, well, crap, that month passed, and now I have no desire to read that book. Yep. Darn. Been there, done that. But speaking of books that we do have a desire to read, uh, I was supposed to read Wicked Fox and complete that. Uh-huh. I'm about 28% through. I really like it. Good. I really, really do. What about, and you're reading The Beautiful. Yeah, I'm reading The Beautiful. I'm over 50% of the way done with it. It is so stinking good. Mm -hmm. Um, I will agree with that review that we read that it's like not enough vampires Mm -hmm. or whatever. But like if you're not looking specifically for a vampire novel, Mm -hmm. like it is really good. Um, It's it's just the way that it is written is spectacular mm-hmm. it, it's like from different points of view so like and it's sometimes it's journal yeah. entries and sometimes it's this person oh and then, yeah and then in between you get 
little journal entries from like a serial killer and mm-hmm. like how he's stalking his prey. Oh god. It's so so well done. I lo- I love it. It's I love n- it. Okay. The more and more like I we all know Ashley's feeling of vampires. And you know what? If it's written correctly, I'm okay with it. So it's one of those it sounds like vampires are going to try to come back. Uh-huh. But now it's going to be more of a question of how they come back yeah, and will stuck. I accept them coming back? Yeah. Because they kind of did me wrong the last time. No, I understand that. So. We, we're we tired of vampire tropes. Yeah. But it's so good. I don't think this one had the vampire tropes, it, did it? It doesn't. It, it's very low-key vampire. So it's... Ugh, mm. you'd, you'd like this one. You're going to have to read it after I'm done. Well, I think you're going to have to read The Wicked Fox after I'm done. Because okay. I, I don't know about you, but books that can provide a world base... To a place where I've never been, but yet I feel like I've been there, are just like my bread and butter. Yeah. Whatever she's done, the immersing, like I was immersed into that, into soul within the first two chapters. And like, I was just like, yes, I know exactly like urban city, but rural at the same time. And the way she describes the food in this book is phenomenal. Like kimchi i've never had kimchi before i know i know what it is exactly but i've never tasted it and they were like describing the flavors of it and how it's like bitter but sour and like yeah has like some sweet tang at the end i'm like this sounds delicious yeah i want some kimchi i now. want some kimchi I've now i never wanted kimchi but now i do yes <laughs> it just it was it's wonderful and it's based off of a korean myth and the cool thing is is the author actually puts the original myth throughout the book as like pay, like as like kind of like dividers within like chunks of the book. Ooh. Yeah. And like I'm sitting there and as I'm reading this myth, I'm starting to wonder if one of the main the older one of the main older female characters is who the myth is written about. Ooh. So I'm kind of like, hmm. So it adds a little bit of intrigue it to does. it too. It does. A little intrigue there. Um but it's really really good. I like yeah. it. I I'd, I'd gift it to you. Okay. They're and not gifted to you. So it, was, it was my gift. Exactly. You can borrow, borrow it. it. <laughs> okay. okay. So what we decided that we would do for this episode, since it was our birthday, mm-hmm. and we just kind of, we didn't really read a whole lot. We just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to do something fun for our birthday, mm-hmm. is I pulled up uh, a list of questions that you're supposed to ask your girlfriends. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and it's like a get-to-know-me kind of thing. And okay, are figured, you going to answer these two, or are you just going to shoot them at me? Well, I figure I'll shoot you one, and then you can shoot me one, and then we'll just kind of go down the oh, list. Oh, okay, I see how it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. So for the first one, Ashley. Oh, gosh, okay. Where is the last place you would ever go? Like on vacation, or like just in general? It, it just says ever go, so, I mean, in general, I assume. The last place you would ever go. Iowa. <laughs> Why? I just remember, like, my husband's pretty much been through the whole country, and he was just like, never go to Iowa. It, it's horrible. Okay. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm like, what, what makes it so horrible? He was like, it's just flat. Completely flat. Like, nothing there is even, like, remotely interesting. There's, but they have the field of dreams there. I would go to Iowa for the Field of Dreams. No, I don't know about that. Because they actually play baseball games on it. Like, they have reenactors and stuff play baseball games on it. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, my turn. All right. Megan. 
Am I supposed to read this part? The yeah, question? sure. Okay. What are your, what are you completely over and done with? Uh, what am I completely over and done with? Disrespectful children. <laughs> like, I, I have noticed my patience wearing thinner and thinner at work when mm-hmm. it comes to disrespect. Like, usually I can, like, let it brush off my shoulders. But, mm-hmm. like, lately it's been, all right, you're going to spend some time on lockdown because I'm not going to be disrespected now. So, like, that's that's it for me. I'm completely over and done with it. <laughs> I love their recommendations on what they think we're going to talk about. This is great. I, I, love, I love this. Yeah, I love this I'm list. Okay. What memory do you keep going back to? Like, do you dream about a lot, or... Oh my gosh. Um... One that's been going through my head a lot lately um, is the that feeling that I had when I first felt like I actually could could read on my own like I know that sounds really really weird but for somebody who for the longest time was told that they would never be able to be literate 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 um and that they wouldn't accomplish much when it comes to the you know reading or having a good like comprehensional abilities or being really like studious like that moment where I was just like I think I was like maybe I think I was in the fourth grade and just that that knowing that that's not the case any longer that I can do this and that I am able to to be smart and and to be kind of independent like I don't know why yeah. that was like my first moment of feeling like I am independent I don't have to rely on anybody anymore I can I can do this on my own and I don't know I think as I've gotten older that feeling of independence and that awe of feeling independent has gone away. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm going to be turning 30 in the new year or if it's just like a new chapter in my life will be opening up soon that I, I'm starting to want to cling on to those few individual things that I'm like I am independent I can go do X on my own if I really wanted to or I can I can go and and just you know be me if I want to and I don't have to think or worry or like have to like I don't I've just I've gone back to that a lot recently that is really deep and really beautiful (laughs) you're so full of it no I love that thank you what's the most immature thing your parents do uh and you have lots of parents yeah i was gonna say so oh god i don't even know (laughs) i don't even know they do so many embarrassing things okay not embarrassing immature uh my mom really likes to dance in public badly like oh my gosh (laughs) we were leaving coles yesterday and um funky town was playing on the radio oh lovely yes and so my mom is in public as loudly as she can going won't you take me to funky town and she's like shaking her butt and just making a scene outside the coals and me and becca are trying to walk away as fast as we can like oh my god are you doing the teen thing mom get in the vehicle yeah we're like mom stop mom Mom, stop get the vehicle now 
So it was both immature and embarrassing. But so I can't really I talk because so when I was in... <laughs> Oh God! What was it? My something and embarrassing. Oh yeah, the whole reason she does that is because I used to do that to her. My sophomore year of college, I moved back in with them, and we went to mm-hmm. Walmart um, for a little bit. Okay. And I wanted them to buy me a Gangnam Style poster. Oh God! And no. my stepmom bet me that I wouldn't do Gangnam Style throughout the store to get it. So I just start <laughs> hopping up and down the aisles doing the Gangnam Style dance at the Walmart. And I guarantee I ended up on people at Walmart somewhere. So I really can't talk about doing immature things in public. But that's great. I asked you the questions. This oh, is it's my, my turn. turn. What is the most unusual fear you have? <laughs> this is gonna be good. She's a giggling fit right now. Um, it's so stupid. <laughs> now you gotta tell us. I I have this like worrisome fear that I'm gonna get flashed. <laughs> like what? I do. <laughs> like and I I feel like because I have to explain this just a tight. I don't. <laughs> I just do like that. I it never. I don't think I've ever been honestly flashed in public, but but I just don't know why. I have this irrational fear that somebody is going to do something, and maybe not even like meant to do it, but like I see it, and it's one of those like, oh god, I can't not see it. So if you see somebody walking up to you in a trench coat, is that like your first <laughs> thought? Is that they're naked yes! under there and they're gonna flash you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I I am the rudest person though too. Like I felt so bad because Sammy and Josh came over to the apartment one day and they were just sitting in chilling out. And Sammy had was wearing a dress and she had her legs up on Josh's lap and she was kind of hunkered down and her dress was slightly riding up and it was yeah. kind of caressing that area on her thigh. And I was just like, I can't. I, I tried and tried and tried not to focus on that and not to like let that be a thing for me. But literally halfway through the conversation, I was like, okay, Sammy, I love you, honey. I just don't want to see your junk. So if you pull your skirt down, she was just like, I have clean underwear on, Ashley. Everything's fine. (laughs) And she, like, tries to resituate it. She's kind of like, nothing's even showing kind of mode. And Josh just kind of, like, does this, like, shakes his head. Just like, just don't even, don't even worry about it, Sammy. Because I've gotten hit. I've gotten it on him, too. Because I was like, Josh, your pants is even... That that's even the thing. Like even when I go and I see kids with like the baggy pants and mm-hmm. their gym sh- like their boxers, no, you pull those pants up right now. I don't need to see that. <laughs> I don't need to know what color they are. I don't need to know. I don't. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> there you go. That's my rational. That is an unusual fear. <sighs> Better than like I know somebody who's afraid of ladybugs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I that's... don't see them. I don't see the fear of ladybugs. I think they're pretty. I'm afraid of Katie Dids. <clears throat> what? Katie Dids. They're like giant grasshoppers. I got attacked by one once. It's never left me. <laughs> okay. What do you wish people would stop asking you? Oh my god. Um, I bet there's one I probably could guess. Uh, there's so many things. Um, I get Here. How, which one do you guess? Maya. Are you doing all right? Yes. Oh, my God. Are you you doing okay? How are you feeling today? That was the other one. I'm like, God dang. That's like, 
I'm That's fine. a big one in my life too. Like my co one of my coworkers, God love her, when she found out my grandfather passed, she literally like stopped me. I was I hadn't even made it to my desk for morning, like to log in or to anything. She stopped and goes, I heard what happened and I am so sorry. Can I hug you? And I'm like, What the hell? <laughs> okay i haven't even had my like second round of coffee and we're hugging okay <laughs> she's like it must be such a hard time for you and i'm just like yeah yeah thank you. thanks for the reminder mm-hmm. of how hard it let's is. reopen that wound real fast <laughs> jane um i think the number one thing i wish people would stop asking me though is my family is very um they want to know why I'm getting a divorce, and it, it's just kind of been one of those like yeah, where it didn't it didn't work out. Like that's the, that's what I keep telling everybody. It just didn't work out because like it's really no one's business what happened, and mm-hmm. my family's all like they they keep guessing. So like, was it this? Was it this? And I, I like, kind of now want to know. Side question: What was the most craziest idea they came up with? Um, there has to be one good one in there. My grandma is. 100% absolutely convinced that I left Jesse because he came out as bisexual. And he's out on Facebook and everything, so, like, I don't feel bad outing him. But, like, <laughs> like he, he outed himself. He's, he's yeah, out there. Yeah. Um, but apparently my grandma thinks that I'm, like, a huge bigot or something oh. and thinks that I would leave him for being bisexual. So, uh, no, that's, that's not what, what happened. Like, I thought, like, they were going to come up with something crazy. Like, my family would literally try to come up with something ridiculous beyond all point. I'll go, let me guess. You're divorcing him because he forgot to put his socks in the hamper. And I'm like, yes. Yep. Nailed that's it. exactly why I'm divorcing my husband. <laughs> because he wouldn't it. put his socks in his hamper. <laughs> Little do they know, I never put my socks in the hamper. No. So, yeah. I'm divorcing him because I don't put my socks in the hamper. <laughs> <sighs> okay. What is the biggest lesson life has taught you? I think that was supposed to be yours. Or no, did I already ask you a question? Yeah, you just asked me what you people would stop asking me. Oh, and then I made a side question. So what was my question? What's the biggest lesson life has taught you? To laugh. At everything. If you aren't laughing, I think you're dead inside. (laughs) (laughs) And I laugh to mask the deadness inside. (laughs) That's horrible. I shouldn't say that. Sorry. But it's true. I'm not even worried about it. No. No. That is true, though. I think laughing... Yeah. Laughing. You you gotta learn to laugh. Even at the stupidest crap. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. What's the worst and best thing about being female? Oh, <laughs> God. That should be... A, is that the last one? No. There's like 200 of these. Okay, good. I was like, oh, that might have to be a joint one. Uh, we can definitely make this a joint one. Okay. Uh, worst thing about being a female is periods. Hands Ditto. down. Yep. Like, nope. I don't think that's a competition right there. <laughs> uh, best thing about being a female. Is boobs an acceptable answer here? <laughs> I mean, I like my boobs pretty well. <laughs> oh, my God. No, because that literally makes me think of the Scooby-Doo movie when Fred uh, switches bodies, bodies with, with um, um, Daphne. Yes. And he's like, I get to look, look at myself naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> the 
what, what I, okay what's your I best thing about being f- female best thing about being female um um have to say probably that automatic connection that sometimes you can have with another female when you're just like having a really bad day and then you let it like let it go and like you go into whoever deserves it that girl sitting behind you going "Mm, i knew it (laughs) and you just have that automatic like camaraderie you're like see this bitch gets it she gets it (laughs) she gets it too (laughs) i love drunk girls in bar bathrooms <laughs> you are so pretty oh my god your eyes are so beautiful yeah but then they're like like five inches away from your face i know but i love it i just i love the drunken invasion of my space in the nicest way possible see and that's only a girl can get away with that if a guy did that it's just disgusting yeah i'm sorry i don't need a guy like two inches in front of my face like no you need to back up yeah. bubble please And that's why it's better to be a female, because I can invade space whenever I want when I'm drunk, (laughs) and guys can't. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How would the world change if superheroes and supervillains actually existed? The world would suck. I don't like that. Never mind. Next question. (laughs) Okay, next question. And that's your question. You can't keep doing that. (laughs) What would be your strategy for surviving an apocalypse epidemic? Uh, go find David and listen to exactly what he says. My God. (laughs) Uh, I am sorry to report that that probably won't work because this one's plan is to get on a boat. I mean, if if it's a plan, I'll take the plan. He's got. I don't have a plan at all. He's only going to get on his boat and save his buoy's boat. Oh, so he's not saving anyone else. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) he's already stated for the fact. That if an apocalypse epidemic broke out, yeah, you're on your own. Oh, well, okay. Find someone else that also has the smarts of David Mm -hmm. and listen to exactly what they say. Okay. Because I have no plans and I'm not going to survive on my own. I had a dream once where that happened and I don't know why, but I ended up on the top of our local Taco Bell in in Franklin and I had like a sawed off shotgun and I was just popping them off on the top of <laughs> and i remember a group of my friends like they drove down a, like they drove down 31 and they were in one of our salt trucks yeah <laughs> and they like stopped when they saw me they're like hey ashley get your ass down here we're leaving i'm like okay okay i'm just popping them off real quick don't worry about it <laughs> i don't know why i was on the top of taco bell though like that was the most random why thing. not i mean Apparently. if you're gonna be somewhere okay Apparently i had a hankering that day <laughs> for some tacos and some vengeance <laughs> What is the most important change that should be made in your country's education system? I feel like there needs to be more emphasis on how we teach uh, history. And not just U.S. history, but world history. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in grade school, like the more the, your focus is on your u.s history and that's fine i have no problems with that but once you get into like high school level 
we only had one world history class. Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, and the teacher that taught that, she really did try to teach us Yo. to kind of understand that while the U, because she also taught um, U.S. Uh, AP world history. Yeah. A-push. Yeah. So in her, and she she told us pretty much right for her, just because you weren't in AP history doesn't mean you're, I'm not going to teach you the same way. Yeah. And her main no, rule was you can you can dis, you can say that you don't think that's a good idea or you might not like how this culture handles X. She's like, that's fine, but you back it up with facts. Exactly. Anytime you make a statement and go, that's stupid or that's dumb, you better, have, you better have the facts and the reasoning to say why that society should not have done what they did. Yes. She's like, that's my only rule. Don't care about... Don't care. She was the weirdest teacher. She was like, I don't care if you have your cell phones out. I don't care if I catch you sleeping. I don't care. But if you come in here disrespecting other people's culture and other people's history, you're out. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And two kids did do that. And they got sent to the principal's office. And I thought that was so cool that a teacher wanted to teach us something that was completely different. I grew up in a whole white southern school system. That was so cool. I had never been exposed to anything like that before. And I wish there was more teachers out there that that took that stance even with literature there you could teach there another teacher that i had he spent whole semester on banned books got oh. so much slack for it like his english department told him that that was crap he couldn't he shouldn't have done that he's like i taught them something that they will never ever regret i never regret it yeah i i, I regret the book i chose i kind of wish i had chose something else yeah but yeah that's really cool. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. My turn. Your turn. What is something you think you will regret in the future not starting now? And what is something you already regret not starting sooner? Oh, God. Uh, I think there's some insightfulness. Yeah, this one's going to be deep. So, <laughs> uh, something that I regret not starting now is... Uh, probably going back to school because I know I should do it. Um, mm. I am one class away from getting my certification to be a paralegal and oh. I haven't done it because it's five grand. Oh. And so I, I regret uh, that. I guess to go along with that, something that I regret not starting sooner is saving up for said class mm-hmm. because I've had years to yeah. do that. And I have nothing saved up for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, getting more tattoos, maybe. I already regret that. I want that. I want more tattoos. <laughs> I don't think that was part of it. Oh, hang on. It's something that you regret not start, not starting now, in the, in the future. And what is something you already regret not starting sooner? Getting okay. more tattoos. All right. I thought by 27 I would just be like, completed yes and i can take a break for a while Mm. and instead i've got a half not a half finished sleeve but your sleeve is about 85 percent 85 percent finished sleeve and i've still got like 16 more tattoo ideas that i have on the top of my head that i really want so i have uno you have one tattoo idea yeah is it the same one it's always the same one do you want to you want to tell them what it is uh, I want to get a Alice in Wonderland tattoo on my thigh. It would be 
Um, Mad Hatter's hat with steam kind of coming up to kind of look where it looks like it's a teapot or a teacup, and it says we're all mad here. I still love that idea. That's going to be really, really cool looking. Yeah. And I kind of would like to have it mostly black and white with maybe some, like, green shading on the hat, and I think that'll be it. That's, I mean, that's decent, though. Yeah. That's going to be my whole vibe. I don't know. I also, when I, when my grandmother passed away, I went back and forth with wanting to get um, a Shakespearean quote with um, a dagger and a a red ribbon, which that didn't pan out, and I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. (laughs) Again, you were, you were the one in the car that was like, okay, we're doing it. Let's go get a tattoo. Let's go get a tattoo right now. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't do that. <laughs> so that's that's something that you don't regret not doing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. If you could put your brain in a robot and live indefinitely, would you? No. Yeah, me neither. No. When no. I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I had one... Oh my gosh. You want to talk about deep... I had a colleague come up to me um, and ask me, like, this this really crazy question. She, because me and her had been talking previously. She's like, so since you and David aren't going to have any kids, how are you going to leave your legacy? I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you ask somebody that? I I was looking at this like I was literally standing right by the water cooler when she asked me that. I was like, whoa, (laughs) Stacy, okay. That's how it caught me off guard. And I was just like, well, how am I going to leave a legacy? And I was like, my friends are going to have kids. Yeah. Those kids are going to know of me. And it's not like they're not, I'm not going to leave somewhat of an impression on those kids. For sure. Those kids. And my my cousins will have kids. And it's not like I won't be able to be influential that way either. Do you think Chandler will ever have kids? No. No. I was going to say, you could be really funny on Ashley. I could. And Chandler says the same thing. He's like, I'd be a great uncle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you probably will. And my brother always tells me I'd be a great mom. And I probably, I always laugh when he says that. And he's like, why don't, oh, he I always looks at me. He finally asked me, he's like, why, why do you always laugh when I tell you that? And I was like, because just because I would be a good parent doesn't mean I'd be a good teen parent. Yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah, I get ya. But mm-hmm. Chandler, I don't think we'll be having any children no. either. He's he's kind of made that decision up too. And then decisions change all the time. So who knows? Three years from now, four years from now, that might change. Yeah. But right now, nah. No. Okay. Which one are we on? Twenty-seven. <clears throat> what does time pass fast fastest for you, and when does it pass the slowest? Uh, so when does time fly by for you and when does it slow down time flies by when I'm reading Yeah. Uh, like when I was reading the beautiful I looked up and realized that I'd been reading for four hours and I did not realize any of that time had passed so when I'm reading for sure when it's the slowest is when I'm waiting for something mm-hmm. so like uh, kind of outing myself here but I have a date this week mm-hmm and like every morning that I've been waking up, I'm like, is it is it Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm waiting for it, and it's not here because it's mm-hmm. it's something that you really want. Right. Like, so it's yeah, I like that. 
when you want something, time passes slowly, and when you're immersed in a good book, it goes quickly. Yep. Agreed. What always sounds like a really good idea at the time, but rarely is? Book shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Book shopping always sounds like a good idea. It always sounds like a good idea. And then I look at my wallet and be like, nope. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I need that one. <laughs> All right. Hang on. I gotta, this is right. You can broadcast one sentence to every TV channel and radio in the world and have it translated to each country's language. What sentence do you say? Oh, uh, I'm going to have to steal this one from Jesse. He's been saying it since early, early college, and it's mm -hmm. like it's like my motto. Don't be a dick. <laughs> No I matter want to know what that translation would say. Like. Yeah, no matter what your race, religion, politics, whatever, just at the end of the day, be a good person. Don't be a dick. Like mm -hmm. you can believe what you want, but treat people with respect. Mm -hmm. So if you have to put it down to just one sentence, that one sentence is don't be a dick. <laughs> okay. Um What fact are you really surprised that more people don't know about? Um, there's so many that are going through my head right now that I'm just like, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, that the president, the presidency is won by electoral college and not our votes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But really. But really. Like, okay, our votes do matter. I'm not saying our votes don't matter. They do. They just, people think that when they put their ballot in the box, that that is the end of it. Is is the end of it. When, when it really comes down to the people's, the state's populational choice is a small percentage of what the Electoral College actually considers. Yeah. So the Electoral College is actually just our Congress and Senate's representatives coming together and be like, we're going to vote this way. Yeah. Or we're going to vote that way. They don't... Half the time, they don't even look at what their state is saying. Because at that point, they've already been elected by their state as a representative. Yeah. So they think they have their state's best interest in heart. So yeah. even if the popular majority wanted one person they could vote for another person and they don't have to follow the popular vote they can yeah. if they think they're doing i right will for their say state. though it is about 90 percent true to what the populace of the state wants usually yeah yeah very rarely do you see the electoral college swing a different way than what this people within that state want mm -hmm. but <laughs> What I always, like, I laugh about so hard is the two, can you name the two states that literally win you the election? Uh, two no. states. Pennsylvania. Nope. <laughs> See, I'm already wrong. No, jump on Iowa. Nope. If I remember correctly, it's Rhode Island and California. It could be. I know California has a pretty high one. 
I have to Google this now because I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Google away. I will Google. It's totally worth a Google. Oh, I'm, I think I might be wrong. What is it? I think it's Florida. Could be. Florida has a lot of communities. Okay. The farther so I was wrong there. You want a mantle on? Yeah, I was. I was just wrong. So the Washington Post states the two states that almost always predict which candidate is heading for defeat. Oh, I was wrong. I thought this was the other way around. Sorry. Um, uh, No Republican candidate for the presidency has ever won election without winning Ohio. So I guess that if there's that and then says the closest along for Democrat Democrats is Maryland. Okay. So I was so off (laughs) on that. Yeah. But you knew that there were like two major players in the game. Yeah. I thought it was California and Rhode Island because Rhode Island for some reason has like a stupid amount of electoral votes and I'm just like sitting here going I don't understand how this sucker works yeah I don't necessarily understand it either and I'm a political science major so you I'm think a that history I would major and I think you would yeah you'd think, think that we would be know. able to understand it more but it's it's just a it's a cluster and then it goes on the article is pretty cool because it also gives like a diagram of kind of like the breakdown between voting how often parties have won each state on their way to victory, um, which is kind of interesting to can see the par- the comparison. Um, like if Rhode Island goes red, you know it's most likely then a Republican will win. Yeah, like things like that, things you would never think about, like data wise, and you're just like, mm, okay, that's okay. kind of cool. So like if a Democrat wins Maryland, they're they're most likely going to win the presidency. However, if a Republican wins Ohio, they're then going to win the presidency. Here's the question. What if it's split? What if Ohio goes red and Maryland Maryland goes blue? Then what? Then it's a toss-up and we just we all go to bed and just wake up the next day to see who's president? Yeah, basically. (laughs) We we all give up. (laughs) We start over again. Well, snikes. Well, that was about all the time we had for questions. That was a good way to end it, though, is giving some people a little bit of a uh, an educational background on that oh my one. Gosh. The states that have more often voted for winners for the presidency are Ohio at 34 out of 38 times, Illinois 33, California 31, Nevada 31, New Hampshire 31, New York 30, and Wisconsin 30. Wisconsin 30. What the hell? Go Wisconsin. Didn't Apparently that those are the states in this upcoming election. Those are the states to watch, they say, via the, the Washington Post to know who will win the uh, presidency. Okay. Which I think is so cool because that's literally how you and me bonded. Yeah. Was watching the, the presidential debates. Debates, yep. That's we're for sure. nerds. And that's what you do on Friday nights at college. Yep. It's true. It's it is so true. true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, to close this, I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. And this is Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine.
<laughs> was that your closer, Megan? No. Was that it? Was that it? <laughs> oh, I don't even know if they heard him. I don't know if they heard him either. Knight was like, oh. what are they doing? I'm shouting out to Knight and Knight's wife. You better be listening to this right now. 